Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. This is Power Couple Financial Podcast with Ariel Gonzalez from Arrive Financial and Insurance Services and his wife, the 403B doctor, Adela Gonzalez. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Ariel and Adela provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Power Couple Financial Podcast with Ariel and Adela Gonzalez. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Not Your Average Financial Guy Podcast. My name is Ariel Gonzalez and I am the host of the Not Your Average Financial Guy Podcast. I am here with my wife, my better half, Adela Gonzalez. She is known in the industry as the 403B Doctor. She actually has her own website. It's under construction, by the way. It's a work in progress. We are uh, putting the final touches on it now. Right. It's uh, 403BDR.com. Yeah, 403BDoctor.com. And so the title of today's podcast is called what, honey? 403B Basics. The 403B Basics. And I'm going to be honest with you, before I got into this industry, I had no idea what a 403B was. <laughs> most people don't. Yeah, most people have no clue. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of just give you guys some high points and what Adele has been able to accomplish and what what uh, what she's currently doing. So um, she services her and a, and, a, and a team of agents that she leads, by the way, that so just so you guys know, her, the team of agents that she leads are actually certified to be in the 403B uh, realm. Uh, they are 403B specialists. So they service over 300 schools a year in Ventura County, Kern County, and Tulare County. Uh, she has clients all up and down California and in other states as well. Yes, absolutely. Now, how did you get those clients in the other states? So a lot of times people leave, right? They move and, you know, because their spouses have different jobs, they want to continue teaching and because your teaching credential can go anywhere in the United States. So what you're saying is if-, if Yeah, uh, if, it's transferable. Yeah, so if I'm your client here in Kern County- Absolutely. And I move to, uh, I don't know, let's just say North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. can help me- Absolutely, because right what happens is, is that the products, the carriers that we use are nationwide. So most of the districts, their um, offer, those vendors are in the same districts. So the cool part about that is that if you and I have a relationship and I enjoy working with you and have you be the specialist in my in regards to my 403B, I don't have to sever that relationship just because I move districts or I move states or... Correct. Yeah. I'm there to help you all the way through. I mean, because you're going to be teaching for the next 20, 30 years yeah. and you want to have somebody that you can trust and you know that on a personal level. And now with today's technology, I mean, we can meet via the the you know the web. the web yeah you know we can skype we could do a google hangout do a video chat so yeah. i'm actually set up to do that next week with one of my clients that moved to uh napa california yeah which is what three hours from here yeah four it's about four hours north of here four hours north of here so so the cool part about a 43b is that it if, correct me if i'm wrong it is schools and nonprofit organizations correct it's a 501c3 on the IRS code. So 
Their participants are teachers, school administrators, school personnel, nurses, doctors, professors, researchers, librarians, and ministers. So churches, if you're a church, a church employee and you're listening to this Absolutely. podcast, Adela can actually help you out. Yeah, we can set up and open up a whole 403B plan for them. Yeah, and we do, just so you guys know, we do have a, a couple of churches here in town that are uh, Adela's clients. And as staff comes on to the church organization, she's go, she's able to go out there and and set up the retire, retirement account through the through the church. Absolutely, and it and it's it's huge because what if the church itself doesn't necessarily have a retirement plan, and this can work as allowing those that serve in the church to save in a retirement plan. Yeah, that's awesome. So the title of this podcast is 403B Basics. And well, just to kind of keep it simple, who's eligible for 403B? I know you kind of covered that, but like, what do I got to do to get a 403B? What do I got to be a part of? So basically, like uh, like I said before, anyone that's in a 401C, um, employees of tax exempt. A 501C. I'm sorry. Yes. A 501C. Okay. Um, employees of a tax exempt organization. That's pretty much everybody. However, some employers do restrict it depending on your hours. So they may have an eligibility clause within the actual employer of how many work hours worked in order to qualify. So majority of them, it's usually 25 hours or more. You can qualify for a 403B. So is a 403B, is it an annuity? Is it a tax? I mean, because I know if I, I, when I've talked to some other clients, they, they've asked if a 403B was a TSA. It is. So what is, it, what is a TSA? So a TSA is a tax sheltered annuity. So a lot of times, you know, that was kind of the outdated expression used early on when annuities were coming out and, you know, saving in a supplemental retirement vehicle, it was known as a TSA. Well, a TSA in today's time, it's a 403B. Okay. And so it's, you know, and it, you can do investments, mutual funds, you can do um, Roth 403B. So there are various 403Bs, um, but it is essentially a tax-sheltered annuity. Okay, and and an annuity can be numerous things, but what you're talking about specifically is a 403B. It is a 403B, correct. Okay, so then if I'm in the school district and I'm a teacher and I'm told I have, you know, my pension and you approach me or I see information sitting maybe in my box uh, that talks about a 403B, well, how is my 403B different from my pension? Yeah, and we get that a lot. Our team definitely, that's one of our, our things that we like to really emphasize the, the differences because your pension is you're automatically enrolled as you become an employee of the district. So that's an automatic, it's control, the investments are controlled by the plan officials. So you have no control over how, what fund it's in, whether it's conservative, aggressive, you have no control over it. It's already... Um, a calculated formula based um, retirement plan. It's already set up. It's they have a table, um, you know, speaking in which of CalSTRS in California, um, it's automatically you're automatically enrolled and it's based on your years of service and your age. So, yeah, I can't I have zero control over my pension. Do I have any any control over what I'm contributing to my pension? No. It's already set. It's a formula set already by the, the state. So there's three factors that play into um, a pension. So three people, three entities that pay into it. You have first the state, okay. then you have the actual employee, your district, yeah. and then you also have your contributions as an employee. So it's a percentage base and it's set up. There's a funding plan 
that Jerry Brown signed in 2014 that because of the underfunding of these pensions, they are trying to, you know, gain Underfunding, more. you mean there's more people pulling on the pension, drawing from the pension that are actually contributing. So what he did is he signed a new bill saying, we need to we need to backfill this pension a little Absolutely. bit. And we need more contributions yes. from the employees. And there's no negotiation to that. It's set in stone. It's that's the way it is. And it's gonna be like that from tw- from now or back from 2014 all the way till 2047. So then you highly suggest when you meet with you know uh, anybody that works in the school district or anybody that's qualified for for a 403b that they open up a 403b alongside their pension right and and that's a, a great point yes so i forgot to mention that so the pension that's the difference on the pension so the pension is already automatically you're you're enrolled um the minute you become a full-time employee essentially the 403b what we like to share with them is the supplemental retirement because a 403b you you can have some control over it you can determine how much contribution you're putting out into it and it lowers your your um, taxable income. So so you're trying to tell me if I have uh, if I have to pay taxes usually at the end of the year and I increase the contribution to my 403b, I can I can defer my taxes into the into yeah. The and what a lot of people don't realize is that you you can save quite a bit in a 403b. What is the max on a 403b? So this the year, contribution level for 2019 is. Um, Sixteen thousand? No, I'm sorry, nineteen thousand dollars. Nineteen thousand dollars a year that you can save in your four hundred three b. So then, if taxes are an issue for you at the end of the year, absolutely, you and your husband, or if you're a single, you know, parent or whatever, and you're having to pay taxes at the end of the year, four hundred three b is a great way to right. Um, There's different vendors on each of their four hundred three b plans, so it's important to know what the district offers, what vendors are available to you. Um, there's a resource that is for the state of California. It's 403bcompare.com. Um, you can actually search your employer and see what vendors are available to you in your district. And if your district doesn't offer one, that's a good time to really reach out to vendors to help set those up. A lot of times districts, because they're small, they don't realize that a lot of those are available to them. They don't want to be the TPA, the third party administrator. So National Life, one of the very vendors that we use, has that set up at a minimal cost for the actual district. Wow. So, you know, here's a very common question I always get out there. And and I I would assume most people listening to this podcast have the same question. What's the difference between a 403B and a 401K? Um, it's just a, a retirement. 401k is a retirement plan for private sectors. A 403b is for all the public schools, um, employees of certain tax exempt okay. organizations. So nonprofits. Nonprofits. Okay. So if I work for, let's just say, Frito Lay or Nestle or it's, I don't know, some right. regular old company. That's a private sector. That's a private. So you're so a then, 401k. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they kind of talk the same, walk yeah. the same, act the act same. Act the same. They're, I desi- say they're brother and sister. Brother and sister, but right. one's designated for private, one's designated for the nonprofit. Correct. Okay, yes. that makes sense. So if I'm going to you and 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 I'm like, you know, Adela, I, I really do want to supplement my pension with the 403B. How does a 403B work? Like, what are the benefits? What, what can it do for me in my retirement? Well, one, it creates a supplemental income. So you're not just relying on your pension. It allows you to have extra income in retirement. 
Two, it lowers your taxable income. So like I said, you can start off from 100 all the way to about $1,500, $1,600 that you can save. And then when you turn 50, you can take advantage of the catch-up contribution, which now it allows you to save $26,000 if you're 50 and over. So that's where, you know, we sit down with our, our um, clients and educate them about the pension. Because a lot of times, most people won't sit with you. Kelsters or CalPERS won't sit with you until you're one year into retirement. Like the, you're going to retire. So we're in 2019. You mean within a year of within retirement. Within a retirement. So if I'm going to retire yeah. in 2020, yeah. June of 2020, I can't talk to anybody until June of 2019. Well, then how are people supposed to plan? Right. So that's why it's so important is to understand how your pension works. Yeah. So we sit with our clients and just educate them so on then not pension. only do you go and you you can show them how a 403b is going to supplement the retirement you can actually give them a pretty good estimate of yeah, what their yeah we've been pretty spot like. on with about 10 15 dollars in difference on their pension analysis so we will actually do a pension analysis with our clients the table is it's already it's public it's known public for mm -hmm. the calsters whether you're calsters calpers um it's formula based so we plug in the the, the, numbers. the numbers pop out the the calculation the salary schedule is dependent on any district wherever you're working. Mm -hmm. So we can determine whether you get a 2% or you're at table, you know, four, but you're going to go to table five and what that looks like 25, 30 years from now, what your three highest consecutive years would be. We put that into that factor and we it spits out a so number. So let me ask you a question. If I open up a 403B with you, do I have to, wor do I have to worry about it running out of money? No, that's what's nice. The carriers that we represent um, give you guarantees. So, what do you mean guarantees? Guarantees meaning that you'll never run out of money. Basically, it'll protect you the rest of your life. It's fully funded. So, if I, are you trying to tell me that if I put put in, if I have a hundred thousand dollars in a four three B and I'm drawing income, that they are guaranteeing me lifetime income? So, regardless if I draw out, let's just say two hundred thousand, even though I only put in a hundred thousand, right? So that's what's nice is that it, it is a writer. There's it's called a um, guaranteed lifetime income writer, okay. and every vendor has different variations. There are vendors that are in the mutual funds, and mutual funds aren't guaranteed. You know, you have investments that are in the stock market; those aren't guaranteed. The ones that are based with insurance companies, some of the vendors that we represent actually have a writer that has a lifetime income. So that wow, rider awesome. is a fee base. It's 0.9 basis points, but it also guarantees you income, income that you life. can't outlive. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what happens in my retirement. If the stock market crashes, I am guaranteed right. that income alongside my pension, Your pension. for Absolutely. the rest of my life. Absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, Third-party administrators, tell me about them. What do they do or how does, how does that work? So what they do, they, they're the checks and balances. They keep the the plan administration they are um it's called a third party administrator known as a tpa every district has their own so there are various ones there's about 10 you know more commonly used tpas yeah. um, but they are basically a compliance service for the employers so what happens you set up a 43b there's a salary reduction form that's taken along with the application to go ahead and start reducing your paycheck so that that money that you set aside in your 403b is now designated to that 403b account. So payroll gets the report on who's getting the deduction, 
how much the deduction is getting done. They verify, they reduce your paycheck that month, at the end of the month when you get paid, they reduce it. They therefore send that fund to the TPA. The TPA verifies, you know, this is the employee, this is what they want to go ahead and and save in their fourth or B, and then therefore they forward it to the um, vendor. So the, the TPA, the third party administrator, is basically like the middleman. Yes, they he they comes in, they come they control they what monitor goes in, everything. What goes out. Yes, they monitor and they everything. They work for the district or no? They're a whole separate entity so like that the district. Then. Yes. Okay, yes. I got gotcha. you. They maintain the um, compliance for the IRS rules, the non ERISA rules, all the five hundred one C rules. So yeah, and I have a I have a question that I want to ask you that I know a lot of people that before they got into the um, nonprofit or school system worked in the private sector, yeah, and so they contributed to Social Security. So when I go to retire and let's just say I started off working for a company and then I moved into the school districts, when I go to retire, do I get my my Social Security and my pension? It depends, and it really comes down to how many years that you paid into Social Security based on quarters. So a lot of times being in the CalSTRS as a, as a uh, certificated employee, you do not contribute into a social security. So therefore, when you go to retire, if you pay more into the STRS or the pension plan, you will be reduced. It's called the um, windfall elimination provision. However, on the Cal classified section, the CalPERS, there are districts that actually pay into Social Security. So you will oh, be able to withdraw some. So it just some. depends on it depends. where you're at, what you've contributed, Correct. and certificated yes. or classified. Correct. And then you have to keep in mind that windfall elimination So provision. is it possible that I won't get my Social Security? Oh, absolutely. I got wow. a couple clients that will, will lose that. So it's it's just an unfortunate thing. But So what's the best thing you've actually done for a client? So when you're sitting down with a client, and tell just tell me a story. Like when you sit, sit down with a client and she's getting ready to retire, like what is the what is the best feeling you get when you can sit down and show somebody like hey this is this is the power of what you have? Or- yeah, I I mean it's I can think of a lot of different stories and different times where I've sat down with a client and they said okay hey you know what I think this is the year I want to retire and it's it's a great you know accomplishment for them because you know teachings changed it's not the same right you know um public schools it's it's different now than it was you know 20 30 years ago so it's a great experience for me to sit down and, and have that conversation and and review because now they've already talked to the calsters representative because there are within the year of them retiring and when we compare the numbers and see what our analysis was five six years ago and what calsters you know, actually gave them, it's pretty spot on. So knowing that the calculation is pretty much bulletproof in a sense, it's, you know, you can't really, you know, mess it up too much. Um, but it's nice to so see their pension. Then the other option is, is making sure that all the retirement benefits are set in order. So meaning, is there any disability coverage? How's their medical expenses? Does the district cover medical expenses? Because that's another factor to consider when you can look into retirement is is my district going to cover me till I'm 65 until Medicare kicks in do they cover mm. my my spouse until I'm 70 those are all important things to consider so is that why like when you meet up with uh, teachers and whatnot you talk to them about the importance of carrying on life insurance privately outside of the district yeah and, and because a lot of districts I would say about 95 percent of the districts we work with they don't once you retire all those benefits are lost 
So if you never got life insurance outside of your employer, now you have nothing and you're later on in age. Correct. And your health may not be good. So another thing we like to do early on is talk to them about maximizing their pension through a life insurance um, retirement plan. So then you talk about having like a life insurance administer the retirement as well? Yes. And then that allows them to take the full benefit of their pension without having to worry about if I die, how is my pension, who's, is my pension even, you know, uh, passed on to my beneficiaries? What if something happens to my spouse? So having these conversations when we first meet with them, it gives them a whole nother, um, understanding of what's taking place, how they need to plan for retirement. What are the questions that, you know, are needed to ask your retirement benefits, your HR department to questions to look for. So we sit down with them, you know, we talk to them about the importance, uh, explain to them about pension, the differences, how the supplemental income can, you know, strategize it. Um, whether you're, you know, four, four years from retirement to 10, 20, 30 years from retirement when you're a brand new teacher. Mm-hmm. And I always say it's important when you start now, as soon as you become a teacher, start saving something is better What's than the minimum nothing. somebody can open up a 403B with? Some of the plans are set up as $50 minimum. And so if I'm a 22-year-old fresh out of college, can't really afford much, um, you would advise me to at least start a 403B up 50 bucks a month Absolutely. and increase it as we go? And increase as we go. And that's a big thing is that a lot of people set it and forget it. Yeah. And they think, oh, okay, well, I'm already doing 3%. I'm good. If I just continue 3% for the rest of my teaching career, then I, you don't realize the loss that you're, you're taking in retirement so the compound interest the in compound interest bad, right yeah. and then you get your raise you know annually then increase it so as an agent the biggest downfall not necessarily with yourself but the biggest downfall you see with other agents in this in this environment servicing the teachers what, what's one of the biggest complaints that teachers have about their agents? they, they started a 403b and have yet to meet their agent when they first started so they've started it and then they haven't heard from the agent in two three years sometimes five sometimes 10. So then these teachers, let's just say they're five years down the road, they started a 403B five years ago, haven't seen their agent since. So in five years, they haven't had any increases. They haven't increased anything. So if they started off with 50 bucks, they've been saving 50 bucks for five years. Which I guess is better to have something than nothing. Something is is better than nothing. But when we show them the power of even the little incremental increases, like such as $25 on a 3% you know, interest for 15 years, that's an extra $5,200. So you guys know what's cool is that I've seen my wife do this before, What she likes to do is she can go in there, figure out what a teacher makes uh, and and look at the teacher's pay stub. And she can pretty much dial it in to figure out what, if a teacher's not saving at all right now, she can figure out almost to the T exactly based on what the teacher makes, what they can set aside pre-tax in a 403B and still bring home the same type of paycheck. Right. Yeah, we do that a lot. And so it's kind of nice, you know, because sometimes our, our internet isn't working and our and our calculation, our, you know, the computer software that we use isn't always working because of where we're at. So because we've been doing it so long and we see, you know, the pay stubs and the gross and, you know, what they net, we can pretty much spot on tell them like, look, if you're grossing, if your gross is $4,500, you can easily set aside $133 and it doesn't change your take home. You're still bringing home about $37.26. So that's pretty powerful, you guys, because if you think about that, if you're saving $133 a month in a retirement program like the 403B and you're bringing home the same amount of money because your taxable income has lowered, 
you're basically saving $133 a month for free. Yeah, times 12. Times 12. Right? So now times 12, you get to now um, reduce your taxable income. So let's just say you, you know, make 50000 and now that 1200 per se is now deducted off of that you know, fifty thousand. Now you you're showing income in the forty eight hundred wow, or forty eight thousand. Sorry. Yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So there's a lot of like sizzle and spiciness around the Roth, Roth IRA or Roth four hundred three b. What is the difference between a Roth four hundred three b and a Roth IRA? So that's a great thing. So not all districts offer a Roth four hundred three b. So you you got to really know which district you work for and if it's available. So I have some clients that do both, right? And you can um, do them both. You can have one that's pre-tax, one that's post-tax. But a Roth 403B and a Roth IRA is similar. After-tax contribution, tax-free withdrawal in retirement. Um, However, the Roth 403B is an employer-based plan. A Roth IRA is an individual-based plan. So I can go to the bank and open up a Roth IRA? Correct. I don't need to be working for somebody? Correct, yes. Okay. Yeah. But they're both tax-free? They're both tax-free. Um, dis- distribution rules are different. But I can't write off my Roth for Correct. 3D contributions. You, no, because it's after tax. It's after tax. It's after tax, yes. So I'm coming to Adela. I'm a teacher. I've maybe 10 years in teaching. I know that somehow I put into a pension. And honestly, teachers are so busy. They work like 16-hour days. They do. And if you're a teacher, you know this. You guys, you guys take your work home with you every single day. And... We have some agents here in-house that they actually do work the school districts and their spouses are teachers, so they get to see this firsthand. If I go to you and I'm like, hey, Adela, uh, I want to open up a 403B. What do I need? What do I got to do? What do I got to bring? Really, it's uh, nothing. I mean, we bring everything. Um, We sit down with them, show them the power of saving $100. You know, starting out, I always say start comfortable and then let's increase it next school year. You know, it can be $25, it can be $50, it can be $100. And I actually show them the power of what it would look like, $25, $50, $100. And then we go from there. And then our job um, really is filling out the SRA, which is a salary reduction agreement. Um, we fill out the application and then we submit. We do all the work. We submit it to the district to payroll. We submit it to the TPA. And then once the um, payment is actually taken out from payroll, it's sent to the vendor. The vendor therefore issues a policy and then we go back and deliver it, set it up online so that they can have full access so to it have, wherever they go. they'll be able go. to see their account online, yep. see everything, see contributions Absolutely. going in. Absolutely, yep. And make sure that, you know, come tax season, they can print out any statements should they, you know, do it early on, they could have their statements firsthand right there to give to their CPA or tax preparer. So if you guys haven't noticed, my wife is a complete stud. Uh, in the 403v environment it's like she just absolutely kills it i've seen her in action she she teachers love her they they know that they can count on her they know that she's reliable they know that our team is reliable and uh it's kind of cool when she walks into a school and teachers are giving her hugs and staff is giving her hugs because now she's one of them and not only that but she does volunteer to, to coach soccer at one of the local elementary schools so she's a big believer in giving back to the community so if I'm a teacher, Adela, how do I reach you? Where, where can I contact you at? So you could always call me direct. So my, um, or, uh, or the office number is 661-636-6862. Um, um, you can reach me um, via email. So Adela, A-D-E-L-A, at arrivefinancialservices.com. 
You can email our company. Our company one, um, yeah. Email as well as contact us at arrivefinancialservices.com. Or you can always go to our website too, right? Right, absolutely. Arrivefinancialservices.com. Correct. Yeah, and so if you guys haven't noticed, like I said before, she's just an absolute genius. I, that's why I call her the 403B doctor. And and um, just to be able to have somebody like that help you and plan out your retirement, answer those questions for you. And I'm going to just tell you, she's she's more than readily available, almost too available, I tell her sometimes. Sometimes we'll be relaxing on the weekend and it's a Saturday midday and a client will reach out to her and and she'll take your call and, and she'll sit there and she'll walk you through different things or give an explanation to you or or just simp- simply answer a question. So uh, like I said, she is an absolute uh, surgeon when it comes to uh, dissecting a 43B and your pension and really helping you put together the, the, the retirement puzzle. Right. And one of the things I want to touch on that I didn't mention early on about a 43B is that because there are different investments out there, you want to make sure it correlates with your risk tolerance because your district may only allow one vendor. And so you may not know that there are other options available to you. So take advantage, do some research. If you don't have time for research, you know, like I said, there's a website that California um, offers. It's the 403bcompare.com. You can look through your employer and it will list a ton of vendors for you. Um, so, so that's you mentioned the Dela risk tolerance. Don't is it? Can you give them the address to the website that we have the Arrive Camera? Yeah. So we now have a, a, a what it is a color of money risk analysis, and really it just tells you what your risk tolerance is. Should you be an aggressive investor, or a conservative? Are you moderate? Because I know sometimes you know? I like to feel like I'm aggressive, but then right. when I start to really dial in and ask these questions, I'm like, ah, maybe yeah, I'm not maybe so I'm not. Yeah. Right? I can't afford to lose thirty thousand, or yeah. I don't feel comfortable losing five thousand. Yeah. And so that's where I always say, you know, a lot of times we get our information from our coworkers, you know, and their co- tolerance may be different than your tolerance. Yeah. So I, I understand and I appreciate, you know, you're you're trying to get some feedback and understanding about how everything works because most of us are conservative so it's really important so you you know take advantage of it it's free it's complimentary I have all my clients you know if I if they don't know what their risk tolerance is usually I sit down with them and they'll tell me I'm I'm conservative like I, I can't afford to lose any money and so that's easy for me but when you don't know Go, go find out what your risk tolerance is. What's the website? So our website is www.arrivecomra.com. So and you can take, a, it's 11 questions. And it just gives you an idea of what, if you know you had 250,000, what are you comfortable losing with that 250,000 if the market turns? You know, so there's a, just a little bit of, of a, a checks and balance when it comes to your investment. And then you'll know, okay, so now I assess my tolerance. Am I better in a mutual fund because it, it correlates with my tolerance? Or do I want something that's gonna be safe and that's gonna guarantee me lifetime income? Or do I'm okay losing 250,000 because I think in 10 years it'll be 500,000. So that's where it's, it's so important to start with the basics, get your risk tolerance, and then move on with what, um, what vendor should be. Another thing too is um, a lot of people have 403Bs. And one thing that I like to do is if you have a 403B, I'm okay. Like, it's okay. I'm glad you're saving. That's the most important thing. You're saving. You saw the importance of doing something supplemental. But it's always good to just kind of make sure that it it meets your risk tolerance and 
it, it may be a fixed account. You may not even know how it's doing. So yeah. it's always good to just evaluate it, um, see what it's doing, if it, if it mirrors what your risk tolerance is. And then we can kind of compare apples to apples. And if it makes sense, then great. If not, then at least you have more knowledge on your pension analysis, what it's yeah. going to look for. If you worked in the private sector, what your social security is going to look for. And then having that fourth. So either be, way, you're going to bring a ton of value. Either way, yeah. Regardless of if they become a client Exactly. Or not. So you guys, it, there's absolutely no reason to get in contact with with, uh, with Adela. Again, our office number is 661-636-6862. Contact us at arrivefinancialservices.com. Honey, any last words before we're going to end this podcast? Well, one thing I did want to mention um, that a lot of people don't take advantage of is the Quadro. What is Quadro? Um, that's the is that qual- like a hyperjet? What is that? Is that a new engine that just came out? Well, you know, life happens, right? So life happens, you know, in any in any any situation. And so what it is is a qualified domestic relations order. And so a lot of times teachers or school district employees or ministers, they or nurses, you know, just depending on your employer, they don't realize when life happens and there's a hardship that they can actually qualify for um, a hardship. And those hardships, um, they're qualifying events, obviously, through the plan administrator, your TPA and payroll. So your district may have some. What are some of those hardships off the top of your head? So hardships, you know, medical expenses. You know, so I get sick, I'm in the hospital, I can't pay for them. Right. You know, other than like what your insurance already covers, like it may be more than the unforeseen amount, yeah. you know, those co-pays or, you know, um Well, let's just say I have a really bad illness yeah. and I'm out of work. Absolutely. So you may, qual- you may qualify for that. Obviously, we have to submit, you know, paperwork, paperwork to yeah. show that. Um, also, purchasing a new principal home. You know, you can actually borrow on and qualify on a hardship to um, buy your resident, buy, buy your home. home through your 403B plan um, to pay for tuition for a secondary um for you, for, for education, only or for your kids as well, for um, spouse independence too. Wow! Yeah, that's, I didn't know that. And then also to prevent uh, eviction or foreclosure of your primary home. Um, to pay funeral expenses because you know unfortunately things like that happen and it's usually the immediate family and then also for uninsured casualty loss because you know if you live in an area where there's a, a lot of tornadoes mm. or hurricanes or you know what if a tree falls into your your house because of those drastic measures you know you're you're looking like how do i get help how do i resolve this so if you qualify if you have a qualified event such as that you can borrow money on your 403B. And that's called Quadro. Quadro. Qualified. Domestic relations order. Domestic relations order. And then order. there's other hardships, you know, right. dis- if you become disabled, if you unfortunately go through a divorce, there's mm. a lot of different things. You know, we're in the great state of California, so it does have to be, um, you know, filed and there's court rulings and so forth. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of different things. And, and in the event something happens because... You know, I mean, life happens too. If yeah. you have your fourth or being an event, yeah. you know, it's kind of, of nice death, to have that there just to know, just in y- case. your your beneficiary. There's a beneficiary designated, so it, that money's not lost. That's awesome. So, you guys, I hope you guys got a ton of value. And for those of you guys listening to this podcast, even if you are not part of a school district, or you're not a school dis- district employee, or you don't work for a non-qualified uh, company, or, or yeah, um, share this podcast with anybody you know that works in these in these in the schools or anything and just let them know that there's a great resource that they can use and we're out there to give information and to help and at the end of the day our biggest thing is that we just want to provide value and information to those that need it absolutely yeah because when you don't know you don't know and you're not taking advantage of those those options available to you 
So with that being said, you guys, I appreciate everybody jumping on this podcast. I hope you guys got a ton of value. She's like I said, she's just amazing. I highly suggest if you have questions to email her or call the office directly. Again, this is uh, the Not Your Average Financial Guy podcast. And every week we come to you with different things and different perspectives and different parts of retirement. And today I happen to have the pleasure of sitting down and having this conversation with my wife, the 43B doctor. And again, her website, 43BDR.com, is under construction. We should have that up and running here soon. And that way, a lot of the information that she just talks about is going to be actually posted on that right. website. So exactly. It's a good resource. Any last word before we sign off? No, I just appreciate it. Like I said, you know, take advantage of saving. It's so important to save. Don't rely on the state to do it for you. Take advantage. Awesome. You guys, thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time. And let's go on to next week. Thank you for listening to Power Couple Financial Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Ariel or Adela Gonzalez at Arrive Financial and Insurance Services. Call 661-636-6862 or visit them online at arrivefinancialservices.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services offered through Arrive Financial and Insurance Services. Ariel Gonzalez, Adela Gonzalez, and Arrive Financial and Insurance Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.